Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where each weekday, each trading day, you can get at least five trading ideas to start your morning off. Maybe you take a look at an idea that we're sharing. Maybe you make an investment. Maybe you make a quick trade in it. Maybe you do neither, but I guarantee you'll get some good knowledge, some good education from the podcast every single day. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. Hope everyone had a lovely week so far. Looking forward to a weekend, a long weekend, Mike. We're going to have no school on Monday for the President's Day holiday. The stock market will be closed. So again, a long weekend. Don't uh, tune in on Monday and expect to be getting some trades in. Stock market will be closed. How's your Friday going, Mike? Going good, Brenty. Going good. It's been a it's been a good week. I feel like we've got a lot of good names covered. It's been some uh, interesting yeah. market yeah. stuff going on, and uh, excited for next week too. It'll be good to catch everyone again on Tuesday. Yeah, good call. Uh, kind of like a lighter news day, kind of like a slower news day, but we still got some good ideas for you for today and for next week. We got a couple of earnings coming down the pipeline next week that we want to get on your radar. Let's start off with a pre a preview of our list and then we'll get into each of these ideas a little bit further. Uh, we'll be having you out the door to get to your trading in probably like 12 minutes or so, a little short, shorter of a podcast today. NVIDIA is our first stock to watch for the day, NVDA. Stock to watch two is Home Depot, it's ticker HD. Number three is Alibaba, B-A-B-A. Stock to watch number four is DoorDash, D-A-S-H. And our last stock for the day is eBet. It's ticker E-B-E-T. Could you get us kicked off with NVIDIA, please, Mike? Let's do it. Let's do it. And a little behind the scenes, we were just talking about how NVIDIA, we were just covering them, I think, a week about a week ago yeah. because of earnings. Uh, but this is, I think this is some, some good information to to get as well, especially when we come out with some some new analyst sentiment. Um, especially around a topic that we've been talking about. And this is one that we have been almost every day. We've had a, a stock yeah. that has been noodling around with the, the generative AI kind of news news piece. And this is uh, some analyst commentary coming out of KeyBank based around that NVIDIA is actually a player that is going to be, you know, could be seriously benefiting from the rise in use of generative AI. And here's a really interesting quote. Uh, based on our conversations with industry experts, we believe that ChatGPT, so the big generative AI uh, made by OpenAI that, that is kind of kicked everything off here in terms of the industry, its training cluster uses 10,000 approximately, they have a little, little thing, a little squiggle, t- approximately 10,000 NVIDIA NVDA A100 graphic processing units, so 10,000 GPUs to train ChatGPT's language model. At 10000 in average selling price, this would represent about $100 million in revenues for NVIDIA just from training chat GPT. This is not even about yeah. you know, the, the, the AI industry. This is literally just, just one section of the training. Sure. Um, KeyBank also sees uh, AMD, AVGO, INTC, MU, okay, so Micron, AMD, and Intel, and MRVL, Marvel as beneficiaries. But I think it's it's something to note when especially we have these more and more advanced AI models that are really, really using GPUs, those graphic, 
graphical processing <clears throat> units that NVIDIA seems to do really well. I mean, they don't have an insane moat. Like you can see, there's a bunch of other players in the industry, right. but this is uh, that's a serious $100 million from one uh, training model is, is pretty wild. We've been talking about the generative AI theme more related to these these small companies that are just starting to adopt it, integrate it into their platforms. Wanted to provide an idea today that is, you know, from a, a much more substantial company. I'm sure that investors and traders are much more likely to be intrigued by NVIDIA for this generative AI theme versus some of the smaller companies that we talked about, which when you're trading them, when you're investing in them, of course, come with their own inherent risk. Uh, NVIDIA is going to be reporting their quarterly results also next week, I believe on Thursday. And I saw also from KeyBank uh, previewing the earnings and analysts at KeyBank expecting a near-term reset for NVIDIA, but uh, they still like the stock as they, over the long term, remain focused on artificial intelligence and machine learning opportunity. Just, I think yesterday was this note that I was looking at. So this was yesterday that they uh, made some comments and just yesterday raised their price target, KeyBank raised their price target on NVIDIA ahead of that earnings report next week. They raised their price target from $220 to $280. So let's keep NVIDIA on our radar for next week earnings coming down the pipeline and a little bit over the sort of medium term for this generative AI theme. Stock to watch two for the day is Home Depot HD. This is, of course, an excellent gauge of consumer sentiment in the United States. We've been highlighting the importance as we're looking at earnings, as we're going through the earnings season of using different retailers, different companies to try to gauge uh, geography, consumer sentiment, wherever they're based out of. Home Depot is going to be reporting their quarterly results on Tuesday of next week. Uh, Lowe's, L-O-W, I believe will be reporting on Wednesday of next week. It's always like a one-two punch where you get Home Depot earnings and then the next day you get Lowe's earnings. Uh, sentiment, analyst sentiment on Home Depot ahead of their earnings next week is kind of mixed. I saw some analysts that were still kind of bullish. I saw some analysts that were still kind of neutral. Uh, saw a comment from KeyBank noting that home improvement and electronics were among the weakest constituents in its consumer index. Uh, these A lot of these firms go around and do their own research as far as retailers go. They can make their own indices as far as tracking traffic and stuff like that. Uh, home improvement on a year-over-year -year basis in this KeyBank index was down about 10%. Uh, Telsey was a little bit more positive on Home Depot ahead of the earnings, but they were uh, and they were noting that industry trends have been supporting home improvement spending, which remained decent over last quarter. Elevated home prices, healthy remodeling activity, and solid housing formation. On the other side of that, saw a Credit Suisse analyst who was using some of those same metrics that I just mentioned. Telsey liking last quarter more on a longer term basis, more on a entire 2023 basis. And they were thinking that those were negatives, uh, increased uh, declines in home prices, uh, demand for larger discretionary projects, which could slow and deflation in lumber prices were a couple concerns that Credit Suisse had for the home improvement space for the entirety of this year. It's a really 
a fascinating one to watch what we've seen in the last year in terms of home prices in terms of lumber. I remember multiple times where lumber like shot up like 200% in a day. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's like this home Depot, you know, I, I would be interested to see what, I mean, I'm sure they spend an enormous amount of time and money trying to track everything and figuring everything oh, yeah. out for their demand and all that. So it's interesting that I, I love seeing the multiple different uh, analysts with different, different moves on the same data points. I think that's, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stock to watch number three is Alibaba, ticker B-A-B-A. And earnings report, but again, this is one of the best companies to understand consumer sentiment with China. Um, we've, we've popped them up on the podcast before just because they are such a crucial stock to watch if you're, if you're watching China at all or for global consumer products at all as well. Uh, they're going to be reporting earnings on Thursday. And again, like they're, they are such an important one for the global market that I think even if you, you know, even if you're not interested in China, even if you're saying, I just watch U.S. consumer stocks, I only trade U.S. stocks, whatever. This is one that, I mean, every, every time there's big news in Alibaba, it shows up in the U.S. Con- consumer sector. There's, there's yeah. news stories all over the place. Like this is, this is like the, I would, I would argue, see, see what I, see what you think of this, Brenty, but I would argue that Alibaba is like the Apple for, for like global e-commerce stocks. I don't think that's... Amazon's up there too. Amazon, eh, it might be Amazon, but <laughs> but I think Baba is right right up there in Absolutely. terms of importance to keep track of. And expected EPS is two dollars and thirty eight cents on sales of thirty six billion, and uh, we'll see what the numbers actually turn out to be. Important for the consumer. Also, Alibaba is a really popular name among the retail investing crowd. We always hear traders and investors in our Benzinga communities on Benzing Pro, that's pro.benzinga.com. We always hear people talking about the stock to trade, the stock to invest in, the impact like you're highlighting on the consumer. Uh, and, you know, on Thursday of next week, we should see Alibaba reporting in the morning. Should be before like 6.30 or 7 a.m. Eastern time if you want to be watching that one really closely. Stock to watch. Watch for for the day is DoorDash D A S H shares were up three percent following better than expected quarterly sales from the company. Looked around the sell side front, most analysts remain positive on the company and the stock following the quarterly results. Saw some commentary from Needham that expressed the sentiment around the quarter and the guidance, and also Needham has kind of an interesting overall investment thesis on DoorDash past just the quarterly results. Uh, On the quarter, Needham highlighted that the company's adjusted EBITDA surprised to the upside for the fourth quarter and for the company's 2023 guidance. And they also noted that the company's bookings were, quote, better than feared. Uh, Some concern there related to bookings wasn't as bad as expected. Now, this overall thesis from Needham, and I know you think this is intriguing, Mike, Uh, Needham says, quote, we believe Dash can leverage its leadership position in restaurant delivery to become one of the leading horizontal on-demand last mile fulfillment providers in North America. Ultimately, we think Dash will will be able to deliver all goods that consumers need within an hour, have an expiration date, and or are produced by a local vendor. I think we get, you know, stuck in this uh, this line of thinking where we just think, you know, like a DoorDash is like a delivering our food. 
And and here Needham is zooming out, thinking a little bit more long term, going Dash could be, you know, a top last mile fulfiller in general for all goods and services. And that's something that I think has been maybe overlooked by a lot of the yeah. a lot of the commentary that I've been hearing, even the last like two years, because we've we've heard so much about last mile delivery. We've seen FedEx and UPS, kind of the 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 players that you'd expect have been kind of struggling with it sometimes. It's it's a very difficult thing to get into. Maybe people have been looking at it wrong. It's like these companies that are specialized in food originally have already kind of got that down. That's such an interesting, especially sure. mid to long term outlook that they might be the players who really innovate here and kind of figure things out. Absolutely. Stock to watch number five is eBet, ticker E-B-E-T. Love it when it's exactly the, the name. Uh, this is a sympathy <laughs> play in the sports betting space. And shares were moving higher Friday morning following some strong results and guidance out of DraftKings, ticker D-K-N-G. And we were just talking about there's not a lot of names in kind of the online betting, sports betting space. It's not really that crowded of a market. Um, some of the, I mean, some of the huge casino players like MGM, uh, Caesars are, you know, they have pretty big stakes in it too, but it's more difficult to get that direct exposure. Whereas DraftKings and eBet are some really good examples of that. Yeah, at least in the stock market, I think that, you know, you hear about, about a lot of players in the space, but at least for a trader and investor looking to gain some exposure, you know, there's 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 DraftKings, of course, there's uh, MGM, there's you can get some exposure to Barstool through Penn National Gaming. Uh, EBIT is kind of like one of the one of the few ones. The other one is is Gamble, G-M-B-L, but that is like an ultra penny stock. E- EBIT's a penny stock. Uh, but gambles like a 10 cent sock or something like that. So, you know, we kind of try to shy away from mentioning, I mean, I just mentioned it, but you know, we kind of try to shy away from like ultra penny stocks as far as trading ideas go, just a little bit more risk there on a, such a low name like that, low price name like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for us today for the week. Thanks for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Sox Watch Podcast. We'll be back on Tuesday again. Sock market is closed on Monday for the President's Day, so we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode of the Sox Watch Podcast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Have an awesome rest of your Friday and a great long weekend, guys. We'll catch you Tuesday. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now 
and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.